What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike Milner. Today, I'm back with a solo episode, and I had something that's on my mind that I wanted to talk about. And it's a concept that I heard, actually, it's kind of been a recurring concept in my life lately. And it's something that I've been able to reflect back on and realize how I used to do this thing all the time and it never got me anywhere, as you'll quickly learn why. But it's this concept of we all have ideas or we have things that we want to do. We have things that we're passionate about. We have goals. And sometimes we get caught up in this mindset of waiting for stuff to happen or waiting for the perfect time or even waiting for somebody else to take care of it. Like if you have a big ambitious goal and I'm going to use myself as an as, as an example. So like my mission, my like big ambitious goal, everything that I'm working towards is to completely disrupt the diet industry. I hate the way that things are currently done. I hate the things that are accepted as normal in the diet industry today. I think that the status quo is absolutely 100% unacceptable. And my mission is to change that. It's to help provide people with a better understanding of what they should be doing versus falling into the manipulation of the diet industry, the, the restriction, the deprivation, the starvation, the psychological damage, the physiological damage. Like it's not okay. There's a reason why most diets fail, and that's because we try to put everybody in a box, and then you're only allowed to operate within the frame of that box, which is very limiting. And then we, we try to you know do that across thousands and thousands of people, and we wonder why people get so stressed and fed up with dieting and look at nutrition as like this negative thing and as something that they have to do, and it's like it's almost become synonymous with like suffering, which is crazy because nutrition can be an empowering tool. It can make you feel better. It can make you enjoy your life more. It can do so many things for you in the positive. And yet because of the way that dieting is done currently, we lose that. And most people go through the process that I went through, which is restrict and binge and fall off and feel like a failure and then jump on another diet and have the same thing happen over and over. And that's really where the psychological damage comes into play. So that is my tangent to help understand, to help you understand, like my big ambitious goal is to change the way that dieting is talked about, the the status quo in the industry. I want to basically overhaul the standard, right? And that is something that when you look at on the surface, is insurmountable or seemingly insurmountable because the diet industry is a $70 billion industry. I am one person. I don't have a big following. I am just, you know, I have whatever it is, like 10,000 followers on Instagram. I have uh, somewhere around 5,000 downloads per week on my podcast. Like my reach is very, very small. I have nowhere near $70 billion to spend on marketing. Uh, I actually don't spend really much money at all on marketing. So to think that me, that I can do anything to compete 
with the diet industry is it's ludicrous. It's crazy. So it'd be very easy for me to sit back and say, well, I'm not going to do anything because somebody else will take care of it. Somebody else who has more money, somebody else who has a bigger following, somebody else who has a bigger platform, a bigger audience, whatever it may be, I can sit back and think, well, somebody else will take care of it and, and not do anything. And if I had taken that approach, if I had taken that mindset, then the thousands of people that we've been able to help over the years, they wouldn't have received that. Like I would have been shortchanging over a thousand people and transforming their lives if I took that approach. So when you have like this big ambitious goal or this thing that you're, you want to accomplish, it's very easy to get caught up in, well, somebody else will take care of it. Even if we break that down, it doesn't have to be like this super you know, ambitious goal. We can break that down on a smaller level. And look at the goals that we've set for ourselves and how many times do we wait for something just to happen? We probably don't even know what we're waiting for, but we hope that like something will happen. The universe will just make it happen. Like I want to get into better shape. I want to become more fit. I want to improve my relationship with food, but yet I'm doing the same thing that I've always been doing and hoping for a different result or I'm waiting for a specific time or I'm waiting for my schedule to clear up or for finances to change or for whatever the excuse is, we, we kind of place this external variable like when these things outside of my control happen, then, then I'll make this change. But we're literally just staying stuck. And I used to fall into this trap all the time, like as if the universe owed me something. It's like, I'm just going to wait and then it'll just like fall into my lap or something will magically change. And even though logically we understand that that's not the case, we're emotional beings. So we get caught up in the emotional side of things and that's where we just push it off or we wait for the right time or we wait for somebody else to do it or we keep doing the same thing. We expect a different result. And, you know, I talk a lot about my dieting past just because it's a perfect example to illustrate this point of doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. It wasn't until I, I took a different path that I got a different result. It wasn't until I stopped waiting for the right time or the right moment or for somebody else to do it that I was actually able to make progress and figure things out. And yeah, it, it requires going through all of the failure and all of the trials and tribulations that allow you to learn, which is the key to the whole thing. So I don't know about like I reflect back on the on the years that I spent in the corporate world and like doing desk jobs and stuff that like literally ate at my soul. And I think back to that and was like, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't show up every day and allow that to happen. I knew I was meant for more, but yet every single day I would sit at this desk and just hope that the days went by fast and would try to find ways to, you know, justify what I was doing. Like I, it was, oh, well, I need this money so I can pay bills. And sure, that's a valid excuse, but like I knew I was meant for more. I knew I was capable of more. Um, but I still went through that for years before I actually made a change because it's like we wait. And we expect something to just happen. Um, and if you have that like feeling, you know that you're meant for more, you know that you're capable of more, but yet you're telling yourself this story. You're telling yourself that uh, nobody will care what I have to say or who am I? I'm just one person. I'm not going to be able to make much of an impact. I'm not going to be able to change. I'm not going to be able to 
accomplish this big ambitious goal. And, and maybe you won't be able to. Like maybe when it's all said and done, I fall flat and the diet industry continues the way that it's been going and people continue to struggle. And we still see this 95% failure rate amongst diets across the board. Maybe that stays the status quo. But you know what? There's still a lot of people because I decided to do something about it that have been positively influenced, that their life is forever changed, that they never have to go through that mindset struggle, that psychological manipulation. They never have to go through that ever again. And we're talking about over a thousand people that now I can say, you know, I'm not going to say that I did that. I'm saying that through me taking action, that influence happened. They obviously did the work. All the credit goes to them. I'm just saying that if I had sat back and said somebody else will do this, I would have been shortchanging over a thousand people. And that's something that I'm not sure that I could live with myself knowing that. So it's easy to make these excuses. It's easy to say, I'm going to wait until dot, dot, dot. I'm going to, you know, the right time or the right place or the right moment it's all lies. It's just a story that you're telling yourself so you can remain comfortable, so you can remain in your current situation, which provides some level of predictability. Like, yes, there might be a risk involved. You don't know what the future holds, but guess what? You know what the, the present holds, and if it's not fulfilling you, it needs to change. So you may not be sure of what's to come, but you can be sure that the current situation, if you feel like you're capable of more, if you want to get more out of life, and there's nothing wrong with with being content in your current situation, but I know from experience, I had that like instinctual pull that I knew I had to do more. I knew I was capable of more. I knew I was meant for more. And if you feel that and you have that feeling, that instinct, listen to it and stop ignoring it and stop drowning it out with stories and lies that you're telling yourself because you will make a difference. Like I said, it may not be this massive ambitious goal, but it will be progress and that's worth it. Even if one single person becomes better off because you decided to take action and stop waiting around and stop waiting for somebody else to do it or waiting for the right time, then it's 1000% worth it. And I can speak to that on experience because if even if it wasn't a thousand people that we've been able to help, even if it was just one single person, that would have been worth it. So Think about who you're shortchanging. Don't think about, oh, nobody's going to listen to me. Nobody's going to care what I have to say. Who am I to make this change? Who am I to pursue something um, you know, bigger than myself? And the question that I would challenge you is, is think about who are you letting down by not doing that? Who are you shortchanging? You're doing a disservice to somebody. There's somebody out there right now that needs you to fulfill what you're capable of and you're shortchanging that person if you don't do it. So I know it can be tough. Um, trust me, I've been there. I've had the, you know, the security blanket. I've been in situations where you know money was tight and I couldn't really afford to take a risk and whatever. I made all the excuses in the world, but when you look at it and you reflect back, you really can't afford not to. So that's what I would say. Think about that. Like, what's the cost? We always think about things in terms of what's the cost. You know, I talk about this when, when people are asking about coaching, like what's the cost of coaching? And that, and I know, and I'm always like, yes, it has to make sense financially, of course, but think about the cost of not investing in coaching. Like think about the cost of what programs have you tried already? How much did they cost you? Think about 
what it would look like for your life to constantly keep spinning your wheels and, and going through this process without ever finding that solution for you. So like maybe we should flip the script and think about the cost of not doing it or think about the value of doing it and never having to do another program again, never feeling like you have to diet again. So always assess, like anytime we make a transaction, we're basically saying that what we're getting is more valuable than what we put out. So the cost of, you know, it can be anything. Like I spent, I don't know how much money on, I have two dogs sitting right in front of me right now and they were not cheap, but the value that I've gotten back in exchange for the money that I put out is like a thousand times return on my investment. And it's the same thing when you think about, you know, pursuing your passion, you know, putting yourself out there, doing whatever you feel like, you're destined to do. And even if we break it down into something like hiring a coach, that return on investment is going to cover and then some the cost that you're putting out there. Like the best investment that we can make is that investment in ourselves. And so I always look at it as, you know, we can invest in like material things, which will bring like a temporary return. So even something like a TV or a nice car new shoes or whatever it may be, like that's a good feeling. You put on those new kicks, it's a good feeling. So maybe you spend a hundred bucks and you know, being able to rock the new sneakers, like you feel like you got that value back, but it's very temporary. And then you have stuff where you can, you know, put out an investment and hopefully you make a return and, you know, get that interest, whatever. That, you know, has a return that has value. But then there's that last category, which is the self-development, which is, you know, education, coaching, um, you know, anything like reading, audiobooks, podcasts, like you're, you're putting that investment into yourself and the return is astronomical. So that's always what I look at uh, when, when, you know, I know I'm kind of getting off on a tangent here, but it all follows kind of the same path. It's like, stop waiting, stop pretending like there's going to be a right time, stop making excuses and telling yourself these stories um, and stop waiting for somebody else to do it or waiting for the universe to do it. It's all in your control. And, and it's literally just a matter of deciding and, and not looking back. And yes, it's going to be scary. Yes, there's going to be failure. There's going to be hardship. There's going to be challenge. All of those things are guaranteed to happen. But that's also what builds character. And that's also what makes you more resilient. Um, and that's also what makes life worth living. So that's what I've got for you today. I hope this message resonates. If it does, you got to hit me up and let me know. So I want to hear if this hits you in the way that I know this message would have hit me when I was sitting in my freaking cubicle doing HR or sales or whatever the job I was doing at the time. I've, I've done so many different jobs that I was just going through the motions and I needed somebody to like shake me and wake me up and say, you're, you're so much better than this. Then that's not a knock on anybody who does HR sales. Trust me, that is not a knock at all. I'm just saying for me personally, what I was put here to do was not to sit behind a desk and, uh, you know, just go through the motions. That's just wasn't, that's not for me. So if you are somebody who feels like you're capable of more and you have that instinctual pull that's calling to you, listen to it. Stop ignoring it. Stop drowning it out. Listen, lean into it and let me know so I can help you. I appreciate you tuning in. I will talk to you guys very soon.